Welcome to Story Jam. Hello, this is Stephanie Rogers. I'm the host and producer of Story Jam. Story Jam presents crafted, true personal stories and songs written for each story. It is so much fun. Check us out at storyjamshow.com. Today's podcast episode features a storyteller from Chicago named Anne Perky. My dear friend, Anne is a writer, storyteller, advocate for those with disabilities, and a former filmmaker. She has been featured in shows across Chicagoland, including her own personal solo show, which she wrote and which I directed, called The Fixer. Now, here is Anne Perky, live at Story Jam. So I have this volunteer commitment at a detox in Chicago. And I get to know some of the patients. And one in particular I get to know really well. Her name is Nancy. She's 40, but she looks 27. She has long cascading hair, alabaster skin, and deep, dark eyes. She could die in any moment. She mixes Valium, Ativan, and Vicodin, and drinks on top of Anabuse. She told me she'd been a stripper. She told me she turned tricks. She told me a guy died on her when they were having sex. I seem to always get these types. It seems to be my niche. And I do what you're never supposed to do under any conditions in a volunteer commitment like this. I give her my number. (laughs) And I say, call me if there's a problem. (laughs) Call me. And one night she calls. I pick up the phone and she says, help, Anne, help. And I make the decision to go up to her apartment in Waukegan. I enlist a friend of mine, a petite housewife in matching purse and outfit, who wants to help. (laughs) And we get in my car and we head north, past darkened doorways, past boarded up taverns, past denizens of the night. And we get to her crumbling apartment. I ring the doorbell once, no answer, twice, no answer, and on the third ring, the door bursts open, and there is Nancy in a stained white slip, clutching a Heineken and a cigarette. We go into her apartment. It's a hovel, dark, dirty, disgusting. There's a frenetic, yapping dog moving around in circles, and Nancy is running after him, trying to console him but he's inconsolable. There are Heineken bottles everywhere and tons of overflowing ashtrays. There's a white, gleaming electric guitar in one corner, like a talisman of a long-lost hobby. And on every surface, on every available place, are plastic cages, 
with hamsters in them. (laughs) Rodents eating cheese curds and squeaking and running around. The petite housewife, as in this point, is in another corner of the apartment holding a can of pepper spray and a hanky. (laughs) So she's useless. I'm on my own. I say to Nancy, we're going to the hospital. She says, by killing my babies. I say, get someone to take them. She says, I can't. They're abandoned like me. I say, get dressed. We're going to the hospital. We get in my car and we head south to the hospital. We get to the hospital and she's wheeled into the emergency room on a gurney in dire trouble from the concoctions she's ingested. The nurses circle around us. They are brisk, terse, and efficient. And it's evident they don't know the first thing about alcoholism. They say, are you in danger of hurting yourself? And she flies up and says, no, but I need another beer. (laughs) The nurses hook her up to an IV of fluids. And I realize Nancy has no insurance, no Medicaid card, no Obamacare. The parents come from Wisconsin, bearing a basket from Cracker Barrel on the highway, filled with studded cheese logs and toxic salami. They present it to me, and I say thank you. The parents are elderly, really elderly. I see a lifetime of salvaging her from places like this. They say, we have been to the hospitals. We have been to the detoxes. We have been to the emergency rooms. And she refuses help. We huddle together trying to figure out what to do with the hamsters and the dog. The parents say there's a happy puppy up the street. They take rodents. The petite housewife has been long ago whisked away by her husband in a tan Mercedes. It's a good thing, because she was panting and waving her hanky. The nurses come back, and they say one more time, are you in danger of hurting yourself? And she flies up again and says, no! But let me out for one more cigarette and one more beer. The nurses say the detox will be done in a couple hours. The blood alcohol will be stabilized. I'm in shock. She can't go back to that cesspool of rodent droppings and canine insanity. But there's nothing. She's not surrendered even after the Johns, the pills, and the guy dying during sex, where she administered CPR in a see-through baby doll negligee with the cops coming and covering her over with a bedspread. I guess my work is done now. The parents will take over. Nancy is slurring to the nurses. I carry my babies. My goddamn hamsters. You can't leave your kids to go to treatment, you know. 
They need their mommy. I am the mommy. I give the parents my number and say, call me if you need to. And I step out into that dark night, into that darkness, and I know something for certain. I have been just like Nancy. I have lurched around Evanston, spewing pills and guzzling warm beer, going in and out of lucidity. But there's a difference. For today, I have salvation. For today, I am surrendered, and she is not. Your heart's still yearning I've stayed behind To clean up the mess They found all the sirens that blew They came looking for you As they ripped the babe out of your hands Now you're there in the queue After all you've been through I'm afraid to see how it all ends Remember a time Free of cracks and bruises Do they let in the light Or are they closing down on your eyes As they cry while they're fighting for life Though they're hardened and sunken and blind Take your place in the queue Someone's waiting for you forget to visit us online at storyjamshow.com we offer retreats events trainings classes and so much stuff and always remember and never forget in perpetuum storius keep those stories going see you next time at story jam check us out at storyjamshow.com